0: Hey everybody and welcome back to What the Hell in Higher Ed. I am Leah Berger, your host and today we are going to talk about um, a continuation of last month's podcast regarding the why of what we do in our everyday life and how it relates to student affairs, how it relates to just our specific jobs or maybe just ourselves in general. Um, Lauren Drogo um, has a blog post that she talks about a specific quote from Mark Twain that states, "The two most important days in your life are the day that you are born and the day that you discover why." Now, I personally really enjoy this quote because I find it to be I find it to be pretty true. Um, I, I think, we can get very caught up in sometimes the mundane activities of our days and even sometimes the mundane activities of our jobs that we kind of forget why we're doing what we're doing. And I do feel like it's important to recognize that figuring out your why, if you've never really thought about like, oh, why do I do the things that I do? I think it can feel a little bit midlife crisisy, y um, if that's a word, if it's not. It's now a word. Um, but I think that can be a bit daunting because we ask ourselves, okay, so here I've been in this job, maybe for, you've been in a job for a few years, maybe you just started a job and you know, maybe you're 40, you're 50 and you're just now thinking about, oh, why do I do the things that I do? Like what, what do I want in this life? Why am I doing what I'm doing in this life? Why do I want these specific things in this life? And that can be a bit daunting. And I have myself experienced it every now and then, just random moments when you kind of put things into perspective and you look at the big picture and you're like, oh crap, Like, why am I doing this in the first place? So I think the first, you know, the first big thing that a lot of people do that they may say is their why is their job. It it may be their very reason for existing just to do this one job and they focus all their time and energy into it. And that is, they are, that is their thing. They are dedicated to it. Um, But I also think it's important that it's not always that, you know, grandiose. We can, we can sometimes have multiple whys that have smaller significance in our lives, or they are all very, very significant. Maybe our why is just simply to have a strong bond with friends and family Maybe it's we want to integrate our faith into everything that we do. Maybe our why is a dedication to fitness. And maybe our why is just to be a strong role model in whatever job it is, but just to be a strong role model for people. And that list goes on and on and on. I think something that can happen though, and this goes back to what I was saying about how our why, thinking about our why can be a bit daunting, is how do we incorporate it? how are we incorporating our why into our everyday life? Are we constantly thinking about it? Is it always in our work? Are we maintaining an appropriate amount of distance where it doesn't become all-consuming? But maybe you do want your why to be all-consuming. I don't know. But I do think that when we start thinking about that big question, you know, the question of why are we doing what we're doing, we start getting a little bit anxious or maybe we get very, very motivated. But one thing I like to think about specifically is how we can focus on our why But maintain an appropriate level of distance where it doesn't become consuming to the point where we're getting down on ourselves and we're we're hurting ourselves because we have to focus on this one big thing and if we don't you know all else is lost. I think it's also important to think about our personal identities and how they influence our why. We have different identities that we share with others and that maybe we keep to ourselves that influence why we do what we do and I think it's important to examine those identities because it can help you understand that maybe you yourself who you want to integrate faith into every aspect of your day maybe that that is something that someone else can't necessarily identify with and they have a different identity either way everybody has a different why not just faith not just non-faith but maybe just their everyday life is focused on something different besides those two things. So the point in breaking all of this down is to say that our why isn't something that necessarily should be super, super simple, but I don't think it necessarily should be something that's super, super complicated. I think the important thing is just understanding that your why can be a huge motivational tool and a way that you can go about your everyday life without feeling like you're just working to the next paycheck or you know working to the next mundane task that or a task that you may view as mundane I think it's important to think about specifically within student affairs as if our jobs is just a means to an end um, and is our life powered by a different why so so maybe your job in student affairs is more a means to an end maybe you are more focused on know going into your office doing the things that you're doing and then you have that appropriate level of different distance distance excuse me those boundaries and then you go about the rest of your day so I think it's important to think about it that way and understand that not everybody in the field of student affairs is necessarily diehard residence life fans until the day they die you know some people just view their job as this is my job this is what I am passionate about but this isn't my why and I think sometimes student affairs is kind of a bubble you see a lot of people who get really hyped up especially in residence life because we love icebreakers (laughs) and we a lot of there's that stereotype of everyone's so extroverted which I think most of us have come to see that that's not necessarily true, and you can be successful in this job without being an extrovert. But the point is, you see a lot of people super excited about their work, they're constantly involved, and it's like, I mean, they call themselves res lifers, right? But you don't necessarily need to be that way in your job in student affairs. And I think, in fact, it's healthy to not do that all the time. I think it's healthy to have that appropriate level of distance where you realize, okay, my job isn't everything. But I am passionate, and I'm showing up for it, and I am dedicated to it because of maybe a different why. Like the examples I gave earlier, your why may be to be a strong role model, and you can be a strong role model in a lot of different jobs. So all of that to say, figuring out your why doesn't have to necessarily be a midlife crisis moment. It can be as simple as thinking about how you view your job and what are the things that really get you out of the bed in the morning. I also think that understanding your why, and this is what I believe is one of the most important parts, especially since we've been talking a lot about self-care and recharging, is your why can help you start thinking about the bigger picture of what you do in your life rather than just the minor struggles or mundane tasks you may do in a given day. And I think that helps your self-care that you take into your daily routine become more sacred because your why is part of the picture now. So you're no longer just focusing on the instant, instant gratification of feeling better, of binge-watching Netflix, of you know getting in a bath with bath bombs, face masks, you know, making yourself a nice meal, meal, it becomes more part of your everyday routine. So when you wake up in the morning, it's no longer about, oh, like, I don't feel great. I just want to do this and get the day over with. It's like, oh, I have purpose today and I'm going to do what I can to fulfill this purpose. And then self-care becomes more routine. It becomes more part of that because you need that self-care in order to effectively implement your why. It can be It it, it can be kind of lost, I think, in the noise sometimes when you're talking about your why, you're talking about self-care and all that stuff, but I like to kind of view it as just like this, I don't know, almost like this never-ending snowball effect where you're just Constantly, you're building onto yourself and you're building onto yourself with your why in the back of your mind and you're incorporating self-care and you're getting passionate about your different hobbies and your different interests and your why is just what keeps that snowball going and building and building and building and building and And it's never ending and it's kind of a beautiful process because you start to realize that no longer is self-care a part of your life in such a way that you just do it every now and then it's seamlessly integrated because it's helping power your purpose. And I think that's a very powerful place to be and a place that I'd like to personally get to. Um, it, it definitely simplifies things too. I would say when we think about our why into the new year and we start thinking about our jobs and as things start getting busy, I think it's really important to think about what what makes your why you like who who are you and 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 what does your why? and and you don't need to compare it to anybody else. But at the end of the day, it's really all about what you are seeking and what personally resonates with you. And as the busyness starts to happen in the next couple months, I think picturing that snowball effect of your why powering you, And then integrating self-care and integrating friendships and families and relationships that help you keep going with that why can be incredibly encouraging. So that's the biggest thing that I wanted to talk about today was just your why can be an integral part of your everyday life rather than the thing that you just remember every now and then. And it can be something that's helpful and encouraging. And it doesn't have to feel like a midlife crisis. So I hope you enjoyed this episode of What the Hell in Higher Ed. We will see you next month and take care of yourselves as you get ready for the students to come back. It's going to be a great time. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to What the Hell in Higher Ed. I am Leah Berger, your host, and today we are going to talk about um, a continuation of last month's podcast regarding the why of what we do in our everyday life and how it relates to student affairs, how it relates to just our specific jobs, or maybe just ourselves in general. Um, Lauren Drogo um, has a blog post that she talks about a specific quote from Mark Twain that states the two most important days in your life are the day that you are born and the day that you discover why. Now, I personally really enjoy this quote because I find it to be I find it to be pretty true. Um, I, I think. We can get very caught up in sometimes the mundane activities of our days and even sometimes the mundane activities of our jobs that we kind of forget why we're doing what we're doing. And I do feel like it's important to recognize that figuring out your why, if you've never really thought about like, oh, why do I do the things that I do? I think it can feel a little bit midlife crisisy, y um, if that's a word, if it's not. It's now a word um, but I think that can be a bit daunting because we ask ourselves okay so here I've been in this job maybe for you've been in a job for a few years maybe you just started a job and you know maybe you're 40 you're 50 and you're just now thinking about oh why do I do the things that I do like what what do I want in this life? Why am I doing what I'm doing in this life? Why do I want these specific things in this life? And that can be a bit daunting. And I have myself experienced it every now and then, just random moments when you kind of put things into perspective and you look at the big picture and you're like, oh crap, like why am I doing this in the first place? So I think the first, you know, the first big thing that a lot of people do that they may say is their why, is their job it, it may be their very reason for existing just to do this one job and they focus all their time and energy into it and that is they are they, that is their thing. They are dedicated to it. Um, but I also think it's important that it's not always that you know grandiose. We can we can sometimes have multiple why's that have smaller significance in our lives or they are all very, very significant. Maybe our why is just simply to have a strong bond with friends and family. Maybe it's we want to integrate our faith into everything that we do. Maybe our why is a dedication to fitness. And maybe our why is just to be a strong role model in whatever job it is, but just to be a strong role model for people. And that list goes on and on and on. I think something that can happen, though, and this goes back to what I was saying about how our why, thinking about our why can be a bit daunting, is how do we incorporate it? how are we incorporating our why into our everyday life? Are we constantly thinking about it? Is it always in our work? Are we maintaining an appropriate amount of distance where it doesn't become all-consuming? But maybe you do want your why to be all-consuming. I don't know. But I do think that when we start thinking about that big question, you know, the question of why are we doing what we're doing, we start getting a little bit anxious or maybe we get very, very motivated. But one thing I like to think about specifically is how we can focus on our why but maintain an appropriate level of distance where it doesn't become consuming to the point where we're getting down on ourselves and we're, and we're hurting ourselves because we have to focus on this one big thing and if we don't, you know, all else is lost. I think it's also important to think about our personal identities and how they influence our why. We have different identities that we share with others and that maybe we keep to ourselves that influence why we do what we do. And I think it's important to examine those identities because it can help you understand that maybe you yourself who you, you want to integrate faith into every aspect of your day. Maybe that that is something that someone else can't necessarily identify with and they have a different identity. Either way, everybody has a different why, not just faith, not just non-faith, but maybe just their everyday life is focused on something different besides those two things. So the point in breaking all of this down is to say that our why isn't something that necessarily should be super, super simple, but I don't think it necessarily should be something that's super, super complicated. I think the important thing is just understanding that your why can be a huge motivational tool and a way that you can go about your everyday life without feeling like you're just working to the next paycheck or you know working to the next mundane task that a task that you may view as mundane I think it's important to think about specifically within student affairs as if our jobs is just a means to an end um, and is our life powered by a different why so so maybe your job in student affairs is more a means to an end maybe you are more focused on you know, going into your office, doing the things that you're doing, and then you have that appropriate level of different distance, distance. Excuse me, those boundaries, and then you go about the rest of your day. So, I think it's important to think about it that way and understand that not everybody in the field of student affairs is necessarily die-hard residence life fans until the day they die you know some people just view their job as this is my job this is what I am passionate about but this isn't my why and I think sometimes student affairs is kind of a bubble you see a lot of people who get really hyped up especially in residence life because we love icebreakers (laughs) and we a lot of there's that stereotype of everyone's so extroverted which I think most of us have come to see that that's not necessarily true and you can be successful in this job without being an extrovert. But the point is you see a lot of people super excited about their work, they're constantly involved and it's like, I mean, they call themselves res lifers, right? But you don't necessarily need to be that way in your job in student affairs. And I think, in fact, it's healthy to not do that all the time. I think it's healthy to have that appropriate level of distance where you realize, okay, my job isn't everything. But I am passionate, and I'm showing up for it, and I am dedicated to it because of maybe a different why. Like the examples I gave earlier, your why may be to be a strong role model, and you can be a strong role model in a lot of different jobs. So all of that to say, figuring out your why doesn't have to necessarily be a midlife crisis moment. It can be as simple as thinking about how you view your job and what are the things that really get you out of the bed in the morning. I also think that understanding your why, and this is what I believe is one of the most important parts, especially since we've been talking a lot about self-care and recharging, is your why can help you start thinking about the bigger picture of what you do in your life rather than just the minor struggles or mundane tasks you may do in a given day. And I think that helps your self-care that you take into your daily routine become more sacred because your why is part of the picture now so you're no longer just focusing on the instant, instant gratification of feeling better of binge watching netflix of you know getting in a bath with bath bombs face masks you know making yourself a nice meal a nice meal it becomes more part of your everyday routine so when you wake up in the morning it's no longer about oh like i don't feel great i just want to do this and get the day over with it's like oh i have purpose today and I'm going to do what I can to fulfill this purpose. And then self-care becomes more routine. It becomes more part of that because self, you need that self-care in order to effectively implement your why. It can, be, it, it, it can be kind of lost, I think, in the noise sometimes when you're talking about your why. You're talking about self-care and all that stuff. But I like to kind of view it as just like this, I don't know, almost like this never-ending snowball effect where you're just constantly you're building onto yourself and you're building onto yourself with your why in the back of your mind and you're incorporating self-care and you're getting passionate about your different hobbies and your different interests and your why is just what keeps that snowball going and building and building and building and building and And it's never ending and it's kind of a beautiful process because you start to realize that no longer is self-care a part of your life in such a way that you just do it every now and then it's seamlessly integrated because it's helping power your purpose. And I think that's a very powerful place to be and a place that I'd like to personally get to. Um, it, it definitely simplifies things too. I would say when we think about our why into the new year and we start thinking about our jobs and as things start getting busy, I think it's really important to think about what what makes your why you like who who are you and and, and what does your why and and you don't need to compare it to anybody else, but at the end of the day, it's really all about what you are seeking and what personally resonates with you. And as the busyness starts to happen in the next couple months, I think picturing that snowball effect of your why powering you And then integrating self-care and integrating friendships and families and relationships that help you keep going with that why can be incredibly encouraging. So that's the biggest thing that I wanted to talk about today was just your why can be an integral part of your everyday life rather than the thing that you just remember every now and then. And it can be something that's helpful and encouraging. And it doesn't have to feel like a midlife crisis. So I hope you enjoyed this episode of What the Hell in Higher Ed. We will see you next month and take care of yourselves as you get ready for the students to come back. It's going to be a great time.